This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. We're going to talk about heart attacks. Jesus, she went straight to it. (laughs) So I kind of found it as like a dad pun. We're talking about love and, you know, February, all the things. All the things love and then we're going to hit it. It's a heart. The heart attack. Because, you know, it is a heart. So it happens. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Anyway, so. What's a heart heart attack? attack? Okay. We didn't plan it. (laughs) We really didn't. Cheers to all of you. If you're watching on YouTube, we're having some wine because it's what number episode of today 37 wow i can't believe we are on 37 episodes yeah that's crazy yeah okay. thanks to you guys i know what are we gonna do for our 50th episode i don't know but we should do something if you guys think of something yeah. or want us to do something for our 50th please comment and let yes. us know anywhere i will catch it but man yeah we gotta do something yeah we have to do something special for our 50th episode so if you guys have any ideas of anything yeah crazy yeah or not crazy whatever whatever i don't know yeah. an, an idea we'll do it an idea anyway. let me see this is 37 this is when is this coming february 13th so like, may 14th oh right before my birthday i know right before your birthday maybe like a little birthday bash yeah i like that i love it okay cool i love it so all right so heart attacks yeah <laughs> what is a heart attack a heart attack, also known as a myocardial infarction, so you guys will constantly hear MI. MIs everywhere, occurs when the blood flow that brings oxygen to the heart stops for some reason, whether that's an arrhythmia, whether that's some blockage or anything like that, but it basically stops getting to the heart. Mm-hmm. So basically, stop that blood flow cannot get to the part of the heart muscle that needs to contract and all of that to make everything work. So this can damage or pretty much kill a part of the heart muscle and lead to a serious complication or death. That is what we call a MI or a heart attack or a myocardial infarction. Yeah, that's just the definition of it. Yeah. So you'll probably hear me say MI the entire episode. And that's what it is. The amount of damage depends on a lot of different factors, such as the size and location of the blockage and as well as the duration of the blockage. So you want to go over the types? Sure. Okay. So there are different types for MIs, heart attacks, all those, the same thing. There are different types of heart attacks depending on the cause and severity of the blockage in the coronary arteries, as she had said. The coronary arteries are the blood vessels that supply oxygen and nutrients to the heart muscle. The three main types of heart attacks are ST. E-M-I, or STEMI, and it's ST-segment elevation myocardial infarction. What that means, guys, is when we're reading an EKG, there are different parts of the EKGs that we read. So the ST-segment is between the S-wave and the T-wave, and then when you have a myocardial infarction, an MI, a heart attack, 
you're going to have an elevation of that specific segment. So that is what we look for in EKGs, okay? Exactly. That's why every time you have something that's concerning of the heart and they may think maybe we should investigate this for a heart um, issue or a heart attack, possible heart attack, they make you go under an EKG or whatever yeah. to check that out. Yeah. So this is the most serious type of heart attack where a coronary artery is completely blocked and a large part of the heart muscle is damaged. It requires immediate medical attention and treatment. Yes. So that's a STEMI. So then there's a non-STEMI or an N-STEMI. So it's non-ST segment elevation myocardial infarction. And this is a less severe type of heart attack where a coronary artery is partially blocked and a smaller part of the heart muscle is affected. It still needs urgent medical attention and yeah. intervention. It's like, still an MI. It's still important. It's just, yeah. it, it hasn't gotten to a degree where we can see it on the EKG. But if yeah. you measure the troponins, which is those cardiac enzymes mm -hmm. they'll be elevated but you look at the ekg and it's um yeah. and it's not you don't see that st segment elevation so um either or needs you know fast fast attention so immediate medical attention but at the end of the day just because you have a normal ekg doesn't yeah. mean it's not an mi exactly it still needs attention yeah the next type is coronary artery spasm this is also known as a silent heart attack or unstable angina it occurs when a coronary artery contracts and reduces blood flow to the heart muscle. It may not cause permanent damage, but it is a warning sign of a possible future heart attack. So these three types are all important. I said it from most severity to, to least in, in, in quotes, mm -hmm. but in case those of you that I have heard, I mean, I've had like family members, oh, it was a silent MI and whatever. That's what it means. Like it's a big, big warning sign that you got to take care of your heart because a, a more serious one's probably coming down the pipe if you don't do something about it, you know? Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah, absolutely. So, go ahead. so we'll talk about the prevalence now. The American Heart Association has something called the 2024 Heart Disease and Stroke Statistics Update Fact Sheet at a glance. Okay? Yeah. So they post this up, right? And it shows us the prevalence of these MIs. This is basically what that report showed for 2024, which we still have the whole entire year. Okay. But they, you know, they base it from, this is the previous. most recent Exactly. One. This is the most recent one. They probably based it off of the previous years. Not probably, they did. Yeah. Okay. So every and this is year. Also, this is specifically for the U.S. Yeah. So. It's the United States. Yeah. Okay. So every year, about 805,000 people in the United States have a heart attack, okay? Yep. Of these, 605,000 are first heart, heart attacks, and 200,000 happen to people who have already had a heart attack. That is something right. that we say a lot to people. It's like, hey, if you've already had a heart attack, you better take care of yourself because you are at higher risk of having another one. Yeah, okay? I don't think people think about that. No, you know? they don't. I mean, we definitely, we definitely see that. Like I remember as a medical student, that was like one of the things that my attendings would drive into me. Like this person is at risk because they've already had a heart attack in the past. Yeah. You know, yeah. but maybe people. Layman people, like people that yeah. don't, they're not in medicine or anything like that. No, like, how right. are you going to know? No. And there's, I've had patients in yeah. the past, not now, obviously I'm a pediatrician now, but as when I was training to like, as a medical student, I had plenty of patients that they were, they would tell me, they're like, oh, doc, you know, I've had heart, open heart surgery and I've had cabbages and all these things. And I'm like, oh, but you're still smoking. 
You're still, yeah. you know, you're but not, nothing's you're changed. not taking your medicine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but yeah, anyways, if you've Just, had a heart attack before, or you know someone that's had a heart attack before, they are more at risk. So yeah, yeah that's what it is. About one in five heart attacks are silent. The damage is done. Yeah. But Just person, because it's silent doesn't mean... Yeah. The damage is done, but the per- and the person is not aware of it. Okay? Yeah. Heart disease is the leading cause of death for men, women, and people of most racial and ethnic groups in the United States. Yep. Okay? Doesn't discriminate. Nope. Between 2017 and 2020, 127.9 million U.S. adults, which is about 48.6%, had some form of cardiovascular disease. 50% Practically people, 50% half of the of US, us. half of the US. Do you hear me? Half of the US. That's, okay. That's a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. So one, like at least half of the room that you're in right now, you know, I don't know, pick something. Half. Of me the, and Julie. Yeah. One of one us. One of us has, has some sort of heart problem. I don't have a heart problem. Not about what I mean. But you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> but like if it were like strangers, <laughs> one of us would, you know. So yeah. damn. Exactly. Yeah. Treatments. All right. Surgeries? There are many. <laughs> the treatments for heart, um, for heart attacks depend on the type, severity, and timing of the heart attack. The main goal is to restore blood flow to the heart and prevent further damage. Some of the common treatments are medications. These include aspirin, nitroglycerin, thrombolytics, anticoagulants, beta blockers. It's doing so good. Statins and ACE um, or ACE ACE inhibitors. Mm -hmm. They can help reduce blood clotting, dilate blood vessels, lower blood pressure, and lower cholesterol levels. Coronary angioplasty and stenting. This is a procedure where a thin tube or a catheter with a balloon at the end is inserted into a blocked artery and then inflated to widen it. A metal mesh or a stent as they call it is then placed to keep that artery open and improve the blood flow because it's, yeah, I don't need to further explain that. <laughs> Coronary artery bypass graft or a cabbage as she had previously mentioned. This is a surgery where a healthy blood vessel from another part of the body is used to bypass a blocked artery and restore blood flow to the heart. And then cardiac rehabilitation. This is a program where it involves exercise, lifestyle changes, and education to help the patient recover from a heart attack and prevent future ones. Very important. Super important. Yeah. A cardiac rehab goes for everyone. Yeah. Whether you've had an MI or not, you not have an MI, whether you have cardiovascular disease, you got to take your heart to rehab. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So prevention. Some of the common strategies to prevent a heart attack are one, quit smoking. Oh my God. I don't know how that's a thing still. I understand. Like I, I understand addiction and vices and letting go of certain behaviors. A lot of stress as well is like a a trigger for this. Nicotine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, I know. Check our... We, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our nicotine episode. Okay? It's on vaping. Yes, it's on vaping. Yep. So, uh, yeah, quitting smoking and avoiding exposure to secondhand smoke. Smoking damages blood vessels, okay? I it know. destroys them. Guys, it's like, that's the thing. A lot of people think smoking only the lungs. No, no it's not. It's not. <laughs> not at all, actually. It's not. It's, it's, it's so detrimental to the cardiovascular system as well. And not just because it goes straight to the lungs. No, guys, there's pulmonary embolisms. There's like so many things that are tied into the blood yeah. and the lung. I yeah. mean, the blood, the heart and the lungs. 
Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, it, smoking is directly correlated to it. But go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So quitting smoking can lower your risk of a heart attack significantly, okay, even if you've smoked for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So it's what that means to say is it's not too late to stop. You exactly. can stop. It's not, oh, the damage is done. It doesn't matter if I stop now or later. I've been smoking for... I can imagine someone saying, I haven't been smoking for 30 years. And, and nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. So yeah. the damage is done. I can totally see someone saying that. 100%. I mean, we are beating a dead animal here. Yeah, we've said it in many Many episodes. episodes. You got to eat healthy, okay? You are what you eat. Yes. So (laughs) a healthy diet that is low in saturated fats, trans fats, sodiums, added sugars, processed foods. Focus on eating more veggies, fruits, whole grains, legumes, uh, nuts, fish, lean meats. A healthy diet can help you lower your blood pressure, yeah. cholesterol, blood sugar levels, which are all risk factors for an unhealthy heart and an MI. And an and an MI. <laughs> I'm like and an anemone. And an anemone. And an anemone. That's what I felt like right now. Stay tuned for what funny medicine takes over Disney. Oh my oh, I was like, we're going to Disney? I'm sorry. I had a total lapse right now. I was like, we're going to Disney. <laughs> Funny medicine takes over Disney World. Because we're here in Florida. We're not in California. So Disney World. I, I think yeah. Disney World is better anyways. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Come at me, California. Come at me. Don't, please. Anyway. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know why she's so aggressive right now. That is Jules in a nutshell. <laughs> we least expect it. All right, well, anyways, <laughs> so apart from eating healthy, you should be physically active. I mean, come on, were you really surprised I wasn't going to say that right I now? I know, I know, come on. Do some exercise, okay? Aim for 150 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic exercise for about 75 minutes a week, okay? That is oh, no. over a week. Hold on, hold on. 150 minutes a week. Exactly, for aerobic yeah. exercise or 75 or minutes 75 of minutes like... Or vigorous, intense... Yeah, yeah, so vigorous is like... Like hit. Hit workouts, yeah, stuff CrossFit, like, that. Yeah. like all those things. That's like really like so. You have your choice here, yeah. guys. Like I mean, it's truly not that bad. It's like 150 20 minutes, minutes <laughs> twenty minutes a day of like a little walk. Yeah, it's yeah. not a lot. Take your dog for a walk. Yeah, exactly. That's or, what a lot of people say. Do you have a dog? And then because it motivates them to walk right. a little bit more. And if you don't, just just go explore your neighborhood or something, or explore a neighborhood you yeah. wanted to explore. But physical activity can help you maintain a healthy weight. It strengthens your heart. It improves your blood circulation. I always say, when you get your heart beating, you get your heart happy. Yep. Yep. So manage your weight. If you're overweight or obese, excess weight can put an extra strain on your heart and, and on a lot of things, like on everything. your bones and everything, but on on your heart for sure. Yeah. Um, it can cause high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. Losing weight can help you lower your risk of heart attack just because you improve all those things. Yep. Control your blood pressure. Guys, that is super important. Crucial. Not just for the heart, for your brain, for everything. Your kidneys. But control your blood pressure, control your cholesterol and mm-hmm. blood sugar levels. High blood pressure and high cholesterol and high blood sugar can all damage your blood vessels. Yep. And sometimes it's not, when I say it can damage your blood vessels, people don't really know what that looks like. But mm-hmm. you can like have a complete obstruction and deterioration of your blood vessels. And that is a recipe for shitty outcomes. Yep. Okay? Yep. 
control all of those things so you don't have these detrimental effects on your blood vessels. Yeah. You can control these conditions by following a healthy lifestyle, some exercise, and if you need it, take some medicine. I know. your doctor. And pay attention to that. Don't just like, okay, get the, the prescription and then not take it. Yeah. So as she was kind of hinting over, take your medicines, okay? If your doctor prescribes you a medicine, please take it. Take it daily or whenever it is that you have to take it. Don't just take the prescription and be like, ah, it's a suggestion. No, it's not a suggestion. Okay. Talk to your doctor if you feel uncomfortable taking that medicine. Or if they gave you like a side effect that you didn't like, talk to your doctor. There's other medications. But just don't just not take your yeah. medications. There are options out there. So if you have a condition that increases your risk of heart attack, such as diabetes, heart disease, or previous heart attacks, your doctor may prescribe you medications to help prevent and treat them. They may include statins, aspirin, beta blockers, or angiotensin converting enzyme ACE inhibitors. Follow your doctor's instructions and do not stop taking your medications without consulting your doctor first. I'm beating this across your head because my husband's a family medicine physician and he sees this a lot in where he prescribes the medication. This is what you have to do. This is how you fix this issue. And then a month later, they're back with the same issues. Did you take the medicine? No. Did you even fill it? Sometimes yes, sometimes not. No. Not even, <laughs> not even filled it. You know, it's just great. You know? <laughs> so that's why I'm beating this horse because it's so freaking common for patients not to follow medication orders and instructions and whatnot. Anyway, so know the warning signs of a heart attack and seek medical help immediately if you experience it. And the warning signs of a heart attack may include the following, which is chest pain or discomfort, pain or discomfort in the arms, back, neck, jaw, or stomach. Sometimes there's shortness of breath, nausea, vomiting, sweating, lightheartedness, and fainting. And then some people may have no symptoms at all yeah. or may have mild to atypical symptoms like not even super heavy chest, that elephant yeah. hair chest that they mention a lot. Yeah. It might just be very minimal, but it's still a sign. Yeah. A lot of people like focus on the chest pain and the arm mm -hmm. thing, which yes, you should pay attention Great. to. But there's but more. I've just, I've had adults that have heart attacks with just really bad like nausea and vomiting. I was going to say that, that they think that it's like a stomach bug or yeah. something. And yeah. then, and it's MI. Yeah. I've heard that too. So do not ignore or delay seeking help if yeah. you think you're having a heart attack yeah. because every minute counts, counts for yeah. an MI. It's like so, it's so true, so crucial. Anyway, so I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole with cholesterol because you always hear as a patient and somebody that doesn't know medicine, you always hear how cholesterol is such a big risk factor into causing heart attacks, MIs and cardiovascular health. But at the end of the day, a lot of us don't really even know what cholesterol yeah. actually is. Yeah. They just hear the word thrown at them a lot. And that, what is this yeah. thing called cholesterol that's ruining my life? Yeah. And that you have high of, of it and there's two types, the LDL and the HDL. And what does that mean? And why is it important? Yeah. So I decided to like, hey, let's incorporate that because obviously that has a lot to do with this. So cholesterol with no lighting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it got real bright here. Well, we don't have a studio, so... It's... I know. So cholesterol and why is it a risk factor? Cholesterol is a substance that the body needs to make cell membranes. So a little cell, a little round thing, that little thing that makes the cell, the cell wall, it needs cholesterol. 
okay? And it's also needed to make hormones, okay? But too much of it, like anything else in life, too mm -hmm. much of it can be harmful. Yep. Cholesterol can contribute to fatty deposits in the arteries. This is called plaque in your arteries, okay? Which is what causes those obstructions that we were talking about earlier. Cholesterol can contribute to fatty deposits in the arteries called plaque, okay? Which can narrow the blood vessel and reduce blood flow to the heart. Yes. Okay? This condition is known as atherosclerosis. <laughs> I say this word all the time. Atherosclerosis, okay? And it increases the risk of heart attacks, strokes, and peripheral <laughs> artery disease. Wow. wow. That gets harder <laughs> as I drink Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. I'm going to pause for a little dance party. <laughs> Guys, since this is a weekly... What happened? That oh, was so I short. I need more. I was more. getting into it. I was I need just more. getting into it. No, I need Check more. out our Patreon so you can understand where this is coming from. I need more. Oof. Have you heard yourself? No, I haven't. I haven't. This is like some best drunk song ever. It's Ariana Grande. I listen. I don't support what she did, but what this did song do? though? You haven't heard the whole entire drama with the guy she's with? No. She's with, in, she knows she's in Wicked, okay? I didn't know that. Yeah, so she's in Wicked, like the new like, film. Oh, the, the, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so the guy, the main character, he's been married for like years with like a very long time ago, has a kid and Ariana Grande, like, you know, Steam saying like, oh, like I want a baby and all these things, like best friends with him. They're now together and fucking and we divorced his wife. Yeah, but. Oh, snap. Yeah. All right. Oh, damn. Oh, I know. Damn. So that's why I was like, I don't support what she does, but I love her. That's like spicy. Yeah. Okay, Oof. cool. All right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. That, that's what I just well, I mean, a little moment. It's February. It's a month of love. We're doing these episodes, you know, based on that. So, yeah. you know, was, we had to include some spiciness into this. So there we go. Spice. <laughs> and I do love Ariana Grande. Okay. I don't support what she did, but again, I do love her. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> So there are two types of cholesterol, low density lipoprotein, so LDL cholesterol, that's the bad one, okay? And that one is the one that's going to build up and block your arteries. And then high density lipoprotein cholesterol or the good cholesterol, which helps remove the other forms of cholesterol from the bloodstream, okay? Mm -hmm. So having high levels of LDL and low levels of HDL, okay, can raise your risk of heart attacks and strokes. What's funny? What? Forever. Mm -hmm. All my life. So, I've always had above, okay, so you know it's up to 200, mm -hmm. you know, the cholesterol for LDL. I've always had it at like two, 205 or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then my HDL is always like sky high oh that's good so it always comes back it's like beep, 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 because yeah. my ldl is high exactly. but then you look at my hdl and it's like ridiculously high so it, it's just like how i am and my dad was the same way hmm, go figure that like, yeah. i don't know usually it's weird I see the reverse i usually that's see the high thing. ldl and low hdl exactly and then every doctor that i've seen they're like yeah i'd be concerned about it if i if you had an Low HDL, low HDL, but yeah. your HDL is compensating for a little for bit the of LDL. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. so weird. It was good. You have the good cholesterol, <laughs> but it's really weird. Like, why is it high? It's, but it's always been like that. Like my whole entire life. Yeah, it's something you know, idio, idio, whatever. 
What do you call that? Idiopathic? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably that. I so I was reading that. I'm like, yeah, interesting. Anyway. I'm so thankful my cholesterol was fine when I did my labs. I was scared. I was scared. Okay. <laughs> I was like, here we go. I'm, I'm always scared for my liver, liver enzymes. <laughs> Those are the ones that I'm always like. Stop uh, drinking that wine. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> All right. So to lower the risk of heart attack and strokes, it's important to maintain a health, the healthy cholesterol levels through diet, through exercise, weight management, and medication if needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. A healthy diet is one that is rich in vest- vegetables, fruits, whole grains, nuts, legumes, and fish, and low saturated and trans fat cholesterols and sodium. Yes. Can't forget sodium. Yeah. yeah. Exercise can help lower LDL <laughs> cholesterol and raise your HDL cholesterol as well as improve blood pressure and blood sugar levels losing weight can also help lower cholesterol and reduce strain on the heart medications such as statins fibrates niacin and bioacid sequestrants can help with lowering cholesterol levels but they may have side effects and interactions just like any other medication yep and they should be used under the guidance of a doctor yep So cholesterol is a risk factor for heart attacks and strokes, but it can be controlled and prevented with lifestyle changes and medical treatment, as she had just mentioned. These were some of the ways that you can prevent a heart attack and reduce your risk of having another one. However, this is not a complete list, and you should always consult your doctor for personalized advice and guidance, which is very important because, like we have mentioned many, many times, we're all different. We all have different systems, bodies, and whatnot, so it's important for you to see your own doctor for it. Your doctor can help assess you for your own personal risks, <laughs> monitor your health, and recommend the best prevention plan for you. Remember, prevention is better than cure. It is. Yes. It's key. 100%. <laughs> it's the key. Like you, DJ Khaled You always says, want to prevent something. Always. Right? Like you want It's the key. You don't want to wait until you have a heart attack. Negative. <clears throat> and you could take charge of your heart health by making positive changes to your lifestyle. So there are some warning signs by the AM. I mean, AHA, which is the American Heart Association, which Evie's going to go ahead and talk to you about. Are these your glasses? Yeah. Like reading glasses? Yeah. Well, not reading. I use them for far. I don't need oh, reading. for far? Yeah. Hey, you're not that bad. No, no, no. It's very little. I only use them when I have like a migraine or whatever. You're just like me. Yeah. But I don't use my glasses. I need to be more like you. Like yesterday I had a migraine, so I'm like, okay, fine. Fuck. I'll put them on. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So the AHA advises people to pay attention to their body and call 911 if they're experiencing any of the following symptoms. Okay. Chest discomfort. Most heart attacks involve chest discomfort in the center of the chest that lasts a couple of minutes. It may go away. It may come back. Yeah. Okay. It can feel a little bit uncomfortable. It can feel most likely like a pressure. A lot of the times we ask you, does it feel like an elephant? It's like standing on you yeah it's okay. like the most common because it's yeah. just that intense pressure it's an intense like, pressure yeah squeezing okay mm-hmm. and then pain it could be pain mm-hmm. as well another reason to call or to get medical attention is to the discomfort in other areas of the body so symptoms can include pain or discomfort in one or both arms in the back very important yeah. your neck your jaw area and also in your stomach so gi symptoms can also cause those can also cause MI symptoms. Which is one of the reasons why heartburn got called heartburn. Yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. Fun fact. So, <laughs> that is a fun fact. A shortness of breath is another one. This can occur without chest discomfort. So, just, you know, like you feel like you're panting and mm-hmm. you can't really catch your breath. Other possible signs can include 
sweating, like profuse diaphoresis, nausea, lightheadedness, all of that can be also symptoms of a heart attack. The American Heart Association also notes that the symptoms of a heart attack may vary between men and women, and that some people may have more symptoms or not a lot of symptoms. Yeah. Therefore, it's important to seek medical attention as soon as possible, even if you're not sure if you're having a heart attack. I mean, the benefit versus risk of you, is this a heart attack or not? If you are wondering if it's a heart attack, you should probably get checked out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Just listen to your body, of, as we've mentioned in so many episodes. If it's, if it's something that's, oh, this is not normal. This is weird. Yeah, like, weird. I don't know. Take care of it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter your age. No. Either. That's another thing. Yeah. Because yeah. look, we're 34. Yeah. We know. I know personal people that have cardiac issues already. And they have to be careful about having a heart attack and whatnot. So doesn't matter your age, as she said. And there's yeah. underlying heart problems that are very silent as well. Yeah. And they may only come out once it's too late. So always keep, just stay, try to stay as healthy as you can. And I know it's easier said than done, but do what you can so that was heart attacks yeah. hard to end february <laughs> i know well no we're not ending it though Is that not ending no february? because we got like narcissism and all that like oh, okay, very okay. good stuff coming up for you guys so stay tuned yeah because it's february 13th when it comes out so stay tuned we still have a lot coming in very hot topics for you for the month of february mm-hmm. of course all related to medicine science yeah. and whatnot but they are hot topics so stay tuned for that and thank you for liking subscribing join our patreon patreon.com forward slash funny medicine podcast we greatly appreciate you all patrons patrons whatever you guys want to call yourselves you guys keep us going because all of these things microphones subscriptions to our editing everything costs things so thank you guys for keeping us afloat and we love you guys and keep doing what you're doing and we'll see you in the next one bye bye Like, comment, review us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is at funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys.